Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is time for Around the 412 with Smitty and Tyler. Welcome back to another episode of Around the 412. I am Tyler. With me, as always, is my co-host, Smitty. Be sure to go follow us on all of our social medias at Around the 412. And you know what? I'll throw on our, our personal socials as well. At Zachary Smith PGH, and I am at Weiler underscore Teaks 33. Not as easy as his, but still. Go, go follow us on each of those. And also, whether you're listening on a... Uh, listening platform like spotify or apple music or whether you're watching on youtube we have some links in the description of each of these shows we got a facebook and an etsy link for our friend Haley wagner small business everything custom designs smitty threw up his uh social if you're watching on youtube um but we have a link for everything custom designs uh it's customized clothing by our friend Haley wagner so if you want to go check that out you do that customized clothing for yourself your kids your family your friends if you have a gift coming up i mean we don't have any holidays in the near future i know we've we've done a lot of uh, holidays in the past so it was halloween thanksgiving christmas but i mean it's the holiday season so we had to do it uh, and he threw up my social as well so there you go there our socials are on the screen um and honestly actually in the the scroll wheel so if you're on youtube you can see all of our social medias at the same time so yeah go check that out right. and check out the links that we have in the description again facebook etsy link everything custom designs yeah, this is the Penguins show, and there's been a lot that has happened in the world of the Pittsburgh Penguins since we last spoke. A total of six games, as a matter of fact. And uh, the Penguins, though, you look at the month of December, they kind of got back in the mix here. Only had three games in the month of December where they didn't get at least one point. Uh, sure, there's some, there were some overtime losses, but like really outside of that really ugly loss to Toronto, uh, where they lost 7 nothing pretty successful month now didn't necessarily gain a ton of ground when you look at it for the in the division in the wild card standings because like the division's just been so strong this year and everything like that but they jumped a lot of teams in the atlantic in the wild card race still very much in the mix of things here um so they just gotta keep taking care of business on their own end and things will obviously even out um but yeah a lot has happened 
The one thing that I really want to touch on more than anything else, and don't get me wrong, we've touched on how well the goaltenders have played a lot. But, man, Alex Nadalkovich, we always talk about like having to ride the hot hand with this position, right, such as goaltender. Is it time, you think, to start talking about Alex Nadalkovich taking on more of the number one workload in front of Tristan Jari? Oh, that's that's spicy, but it's it's valid. It's valid. He's been really good. Um, I I think that there is an argument now. Obviously, when you when you talk about this, you have to bring up like how much does a contract play into it? Like, because mm-hmm. un unworthily or not, like that's just going to happen. Like that's the reason that we always said like Jack Johnson is still playing because of a contract. And until Jeff Carter was a healthy scratch a little while ago, that's the reason we were like, well, he's just going to keep playing because of the contract. So obviously that would probably cause some complications, especially since you paid Tristan Jari just this offseason to be your number one guy. But it's hard to argue that Nadelkovich has not looked like, if not this on par with Tristan Jari, if not better than Tristan Jari um, th- this season. And he started in 10 games in those, t- or, but he's played in 12. Um but in those ten games, he's got a nine or twelve games. He's got a nine twenty four save percentage, and I I don't know if you have his expected goals saved on hand, um, but I I feel like there is an argument there to be made that if it, maybe not necessarily he needs to be the number one goaltender over Tristan Jari, but maybe the start should be more fifty fifty or or getting closer to that line at least in the the near future like in the ne- next few weeks to to really see like when you whenever there there's a larger sample size for both of these goalies and they have an even playing ground which one is going to come out on top as far as like who is our guy moving forward i and i i'm i'm pleasantly surprised because i feel like we are firmly at least from what we've seen so far getting the carolina nedelkovic as opposed to the the, the detroit Del- nedelkovic because bringing him in after what he did in Detroit is like this could be like a serviceable backup, but n- not somebody that you'd really want to start in like a ton of games. But now you're talking about a guy that is is outperforming your starting goalie at times, which is crazy to say because Tristan Jari has four shutouts on the year. Um, yeah, but I, I I think that there's at least an argument to be made that Nadelka should be playing more. Maybe not necessarily taking over for Jari as the number one starter, but maybe it should be closer to. 50 50 60 40 in terms of like starts shared between the two goalies because he's he's making that argument for himself yeah i mean to your point about like how he felt coming into the season i was like man are we even upgrading on casey to smith right now going to alex Nadelkovich? obviously he had very good numbers in carolina playing in what is possibly the best situation for goalies or at least certainly was at the time but then he went to possibly the worst in Detroit and he didn't play very well. Obviously didn't have the best surrounding there either. So I didn't have like a good gauge of what he was. I thought he would probably be somewhere in the middle of those two, but man, it has really worked out for him here. And I guess the question is, is it only working out because of the type of workload that he's getting? Like, would he still look the exact same as he has when he's in there? If you were putting him in there more often, that's something that you got to experiment with. I feel like, cause that's the same question that we had with Tristan Jari. Whenever remember when Tristan yeah. Jari was, was an all-star and he was splitting time with Matt Murray and, 
and we were debating on whether he was going to be the the starter moving forward or who like what we should do with the goalies and then mm-hmm. um we I, th- I believe we talked about it with Jesse Marshall actually they like, talking about how like he's never really played that many games in a season before so to see his play dip whenever he was starting 55 plus games in a season that 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 wasn't necessarily surprising to him that that was going to be the case when it comes to Jari now maybe that that could be the same with Novelkovic, maybe not. But I I think that if you're the Penguins and like you were saying that even in these games where they haven't made up a ton of ground but they've still been winning, you need every every point matters and you you need to do the best thing for your team. And if that is playing Novelkovic more, then I'm all for it. I think they need to figure out a good ratio for how they're going to start each of these goalies and. You, if it doesn't work and he starts to dip a little bit, then you can play Jari more like you are right now. But I think if you're wanting to to get the most out of your team, most points out of your team that you can because of how tight this race is going to be to the playoffs. I mean, it's crazy that we're, like, we're just in the beginning of January and we're already talking about like a race to the playoffs because of how tight things are right now when it comes to the East and the, especially the Metropolitan Division. Um, I think that you have to do what's best for your team. If that's playing Delkovic more, then do do it. Because as of right now, I think he's at least earned the opportunity to showcase himself more in some of these games. Yeah, I mean, I'm very curious as to what that looks like. I think that you gotta you use the word experiment, and I think that's probably the right word to use here because I'm very curious as to what that looks like going forward. Uh, an experiment that has not paid good dividends for the Penguins, and I feel like we're kind of harping on it now, but you know, recently demoted to the third pairing. Now, Ryan Graves uh, here in a six year contract year one of that has seen him. I don't want, I don't even know necessarily if the first pairing to the second pairing was necessarily a demotion. I think they were just trying to find a right combination of who should play with Latang and who should play with Carlson. Uh, I don't think that they made the right call there with switching him and Marcus Pedersen, but they did. And now we've seen him even switch with POJ where it looks like, you know, tomorrow's game, or I say tomorrow, the time of recording this Thursday's game, um, we're going to see him potentially play on the third pairing with Chad Ruedel. So, uh, yikes is all I can really say about Ryan Graves' tenure so far as a Pittsburgh Penguin. Good thing he's got the anchor of Chad Ruedel to really carry him um, moving forward. Yeah, that contract through half of a season has looked really bad. Really bad decision by Kyle Dubas. Um, and I want to have hope. Like, I want to say, like, this guy could be a Sergey Gonchar, a Paul Martin, where his first season with the team, nobody's excited, doesn't look good at all. And then he turns out to be a serviceable defenseman. And in, in like, Gonchar's case, a, 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 like, franchise defenseman for this team. Obviously, I'm, I'm not expecting him to be a franchise defenseman, but I'm hoping that this contract doesn't end up being as bad as it is and that's my my sight of his overall contract like i've i've basically given up on this season with ryan graves and i want to see what he's going to look like in 2024 and maybe that's a terrible thing to say because we're like halfway through 2023 but yeah being demoted to the third line and the play that he's had through like nearly 40 games of the season um i just don't think that it's going to be that much of a turnaround this season if any um, because you've experimented with him on the top line, the second or the top top pairing, second pairing. Now this this bottom pairing, 
I don't expect to see a ton of change when it comes to Ryan Graves this season. That's why I would, as far as change for him personally, I would expect to see that maybe in 2024. But if you're the Penguins, you just have to do something to to minimize the hurt that he's going to cause if when he's on the ice. I mean, he Ryan Graves even said it the other night, like he he can't be a minus four, and he was a minus four in 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 the game. He even acknowledged it, so he knows that there's a problem. And it's up to him, not only him, but the Penguins to be, to do what's best and fix that problem. And if that's him being on the third third pairing, then so be it. I'm sure he understands why he's there. He's he's not blind to this. And hopefully they can at least sh- uh, shy him away from ice time being on that third pairing more. But if not, then I wonder if you're going to get to a point where it's like, we just signed this contract to a big hefty dis- to, or we just signed this defenseman to a big hefty contract, and now we want to healthy scratch him because we can't have him out there. Yeah, I mean our boy Danny Shirey, uh, Dustin Brown, <laughs> Dustin Brown, <laughs> that guy put out on X today. Somebody asked him like, "Is it just he brought up Paul Martin? Do you think it's like a Paul Martin situation? Just needs a year to adjust." Danny's response was, "I don't because of his current issues: lack of physicality, poor gap control, the passing, etc. Those aren't things that magically correct with more time in a system. I think the front office just missed on their evaluation of him." Yeah, I mean, for sure, the lack of physicality is like really alarming, right? Like that's kind of what you thought you were bringing him in for—six foot five. Um, you know, when we had Josh Getzoff on the show, that was kind of why he was pounding the table for a guy like Ryan Graves. Um, I thought like best case scenario and probably what the Penguins were hoping for to happen out of the situation was you are replacing Brian Dumoulin and aging Brian Dumoulin, very clearly aging Brian Dumoulin with a younger version of a similar player. I think that they thought they could get the best version of Brian Dumoulin back again in the form of Ryan Graves to play next to Chris Letang. Clearly, that just has not happened. Um, I don't know. I, I can't say that I'm like completely rolling out the idea of him turning it around here, but I certainly can't get on board with just more time in the system magically turning him into a serviceable player. And that's that's the part that sucks too, right? And because you have this guy for six years on the books, what do you do after that point? I mean, obviously, there's still half a season left to to play and see how things go. But like, what do you do if you're the Penguins in that scenario where you just sign this guy to a six year deal and he blows chunks? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. We're not talking about you know like a a one or two year deal here that they can easily move off of or something like that. This is I don't want to bring up the name, but like, is it that much different right now than Jack Johnson? I mean, he scored the same amount of goals as him. So at least from an offensive <laughs> standpoint, they're exactly the same. Yeah, I would be curious to see what the defensive uh, metrics look like. You know, not just the plus minus, but like the actual underlying numbers here. Because, I don't know, there was a lot of things that were concerning about Graves' game, um, even in New Jersey, which you know scared a lot of people off from this type of contract, even though he was probably going to get it. Um, I don't know. I what I I just was curious what it would be if you bought out his contract uh, after this season. Oh my gosh, you do not want to do that. You want to attach a attach something good with him and get him out of here if you want to get rid of him. Don't buy out this one because this is gonna be way worse than the Jack Johnson one. If you buy out Ryan Graves contract right now, or not right now, but after the 2023 season. 
2023-2024. His cap hit for next season will be $1.75 million. After that, it will be $2.5 million. And then after that, for th- for two seasons, it's $3.5 million. And then in 28-29, it'll be $3.75 million. And then it's $750,000 for five years after that. You will not stop paying Ryan Graves until after the 2034 season. Smitty and I will be turning 39 years old. I'm currently 28. Still be doing this show, by the way. What year of Rock Around the 412 will that be? That will be, let's see. Would you year say 2034? Like 2034. So, like, you're so like 17. 17. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> you're 17 uh, of Rock Around the 412. The Penguins yeah. will still be making a donation to Ryan Graves. Mm hmm. When they could be making it to us, but they had to buy out Ryan Graves. Yeah, we could use that seven hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> Actually, honestly, if they if they donated seven hundred fifty thousand, I wouldn't. What know are we what doing with it? it? Yeah, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do with it. How much does it cost to build a building? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you, you see my point. Like they are in a problem here. Like you cannot mm-hmm. buy out this contract. This is not the Jack Johnson contract where it's going to be a lower buyout. Like you're paying several million dollars for five seasons and then you're paying 750,000 for another five seasons. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't. Um, Why did, why did Kyle Dubas have to make a hex stall mistake in year one? Yeah, I don't know because I mean, I feel like for what Lars Ellers, what you paid him, like, I feel like he's returned decent. He's been good. Uh, Like honestly, like I would say he's been, he's been pretty serviceable as a third line center. Yeah, and for the most part, hasn't had like right now he's getting to play with, you know, Drew O'Connor and Pustinen, which I would say are upgrades from what he's had for the majority of the season. Um, yeah. So you know, if you keep him with those guys, I think you could see the offensive numbers spiked a little bit. Um, but like outside of him and then Carlson, because of what you know, what you gave up for Carlson, obviously, like you, you make that deal every day of the week, despite the fact you're paying him ten million dollars. Um, I don't know. Like Riley Smith has fallen off. He's kind of been a ghost for the better part of a month now. Um, uh, I mean, Nieto's been hurt, so he, it's hard to say. Achari <sighs> underwhelmed, but like I feel like he's been pretty much what you expected. Um, the Delkovich has been great, obviously. So like you know, it, it's been a mixed bag in terms of the the acquisitions for Dubas's first year. Yeah, and I mean it's we're halfway through year one, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. judge Kyle Dubas yet. But man, that contract's bad. It's an well, overwhelming, it's like, glaringly bad contract. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like if if they were in this position, like I'm not judging him based off what the team's results are right now, but a contract like that that could hamper their future success as well. That like, I mean, think about it, like. How easy is the convert? How much easier is the conversation? I'm not saying that it's not going to happen. I'm not rolling out the idea of them re-signing Jake Denzel, but I feel like if Ryan Graves isn't here, you know that's an easier conversation to have. You got more cap space next year. You're getting the same results regardless from whoever, whether it's like John Ludwig, Ryan Shea, POJ, whoever it might be. Instead of Ryan Graves, I mean, I don't know. Hindsight's 2020, but I don't think anybody, at least here loved the move on the surface either mainly because of the years 
Yeah, it's hard for me to really imagine that the Penguins would be in a worse scenario if they did have to start Ryan Shea or Ludwig or even what's that? Who's the dude that they got? Was it from Montreal? Xavier Ule. Oh, did he come from Montreal? I thought he's been here, but I, I mean, I know who Maybe. you're talking about. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Like somebody, yeah. somebody like that, like would the, would the Penguins really be in a worst case scenario or like worst scenario if they had to roll with that as a, as a defenseman instead of Ryan Graves and they'd never sign that contract. And this is what happens whenever you overpay in free agency too. I'm sure that the six year contract also had to do with it was free agency and you kind of have to sign who you sign to get your guys. Sure. I mean, and you could say the same thing about Jari, right? Which I actually didn't even bring him up when I was talking about Dubas's first off season, but bringing him back, um, which for the most part, like I think Jari's been very good. I think the play of Nadelkovich has kind of made it seem like Jari's played worse. So, and you know, maybe fresh in our minds is the performance that we just saw against the Capitals, which wasn't very good from the team in front of him. Sure. But also Jari himself. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, there's a lot of quirks to this team this year. There's a lot yeah, of good, but, but there's a lot of like weird stuff too. It's the exact same conversations though. It's like no matter as bad as things can look as good as things can look, they are a decent power play away from being a pretty much surefire playoff team. Yeah. Yeah. Which Regardless I mean, of all they have, elements. they had, they've at least scored more consistently on the power play than they were. Mm-hmm. It's still not a great power play, but it's but again, it's, a situation. Yes. I know they dug themselves into a four Oh hole had to score three unanswered. Couldn't come all the way back, but if they get just one power play goal in that game, they at least get a point. And there's several games this season that have been that case. Like how many one one goal games, shootout loss or overtime loss that if they or even like one goal loss in regu- re- regulation or if they had an empty net or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say, everybody that's listening to this. How many of those games do you have where if you would have scored at least one power play goal that you would at least gotten a point, if not two? So, yeah, no, everything you're saying makes sense. The Senators game uh, two days before Christmas. They lose by one. They lost in overtime, so they still got a point out of it. One for seven on the power play. Oh, man. That's bad. Yeah. That's so bad. Yep. Um, do you have anything else about the current status of the Pittsburgh Penguins? Uh, before we record next, they will have for sure played against Boston and against Buffalo. Uh, I would say the Flyers, too, because that's on Monday. So, yeah, probably three games to talk about there. Boston, Buffalo, Philly, a a good Flyers team, by the way. I don't know if this is a mirage, if they're going to fall off here. Um, But they're playing really well. So, yeah, probably three games to talk about next week. But anything else on the Penguins? Nothing other than the fact that Sidney Crosby is still one of the best players in the world. And it was surprising to me to learn that Jake Gensel is leading the team in points right now. By four. Yeah. Not just leading team points. 42 points for Jake Gensel in 36 games. Crosby has 38 and 35. Um, Gino, 32 and 36. Yes, it's really fallen off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, man, Gensel making it tough. 
making it tough. I mean, it's it's an interesting case for re-signing him, right? Because a little bit cap-strapped are the Penguins, which they seemingly are every season, uh, except last offseason, but they still just decided to blow through it anyway, despite what it was on. Um, but, you know, if Crosby, how much pull he has in that organization, you know, he's not going to see Jake go anywhere. Uh, the other part of it is he's kind of like in a weird timeline where all the older stars of the core, they kind of line up age-wise, but he's not there. He's in a different age gap than those guys. So, like, are you going to have him? Are you going to re-sign him and have him here for long-term, knowing that a couple years into this thing, you're probably going to stink? That's that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. That's that, that's the only part of it that, like, makes it a little bit tougher in my mind. I would still like to re-sign him. I would, too, but you're talking about, I mean, at least $8 million per season. Mm-hmm. I would. They don't so. have that. I mean, if he wants, and it's a like it's about what he wants, right? Like he theoretically could take a discount and get much less than we think. But if he wants, I I don't see a way that on the open market he's not getting man nine nine point two. That's what I mean. Eight million might be a discount. Yeah, I would agree. Because man, this talking. You're talking about a guy that has the, the proven track record in the playoffs, too. Like, it's it's not just the regular season where we've seen him perform. And for the arguments about, you know, what he looks like away from Sid, there we got enough evidence, in my opinion, of what his numbers look like without Sid. Yeah. He's a point-per-game player in the playoffs. Yep. Yep. So, I, I don't know. I'm interested to see how this whole thing plays out. I know a lot of people have like thrown him onto their, you know, trade targets and stuff like that. See, I have a hard time believing that. Like, I guess if the Penguins are really out of it, but as long as they're still in the mix, I mean, you don't. They would have to, to lose core. a ton over the next month. Yeah, you don't commit to this core in the way that they have to then trade guys at the deadline. Like, I'm and I'm talking like you got to be at least what fifteen plus point like. Near the trade, like a week from the trade deadline, if you're 15 plus points away from making the playoffs, then you probably look at like selling stuff off. But like if you're I would still, say, if you're still within like 10 points or even or even closer, then you can't do that. I would say that like there's a better shot of a of Riley Smith getting traded than Jake Denzel. Well, Ryan Graves. I mean, I wish, but that contract ain't going anywhere. Riot, uh, Riley Smith, who has the rest of this year and the next year under contract, I think that would be one that I could see, depending where the Penguins are at. <laughs> what sucks, too, is like the Ryan Graves one is going to be so much harder to get rid of than Mikhail Granlin because it's, it's five years after this. Yeah. You're right. Mikhail Granlin was only this year, wasn't it? Or was it another two after this? Or like this year and next year? Mm. Regardless, it's still way easier to get rid of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, no doubt. Uh, it was a four-year contract when he signed it. He is a free agent. After next season. Uh, yeah, after next season. Still. Yeah. They're boned. 
they're stuck with them. Oh well. Yep. They've been winning games though, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's more of a long term thing. Like I think for now you can find a way to like shelter him on the third pairing and stuff, but that's just sad to see in a guy in year one of a six year deal that you're committing so much to. So. We will see how it continues to play out. We'll talk about how it's played out over the next three games when we come back next time. Um, everything Custom Designs. I forget the name of Haley. I'm not going to lie to you. I literally just had it like blank and forgot the name of your small business. <laughs> everything Custom Designs in the links uh, or the description of this show. Facebook link, Etsy link. Both of those are in the description. T-shirts, hoodies, not hats. Everything but hats, Custom Designs. You know what? Yeah. You know what? I, I don't feel bad about forgetting the name of your small business for a second. Make some hats, and I can guarantee I won't forget it again. How about that? Oh, so good. Um, <laughs> but no, I have some of her shirts. Uh, Tyler's mom also has shirts from her as well. Uh, you'll see all of her work on her Facebook or Etsy. Um, so go check that out. Get something from her. We were pushing for the holidays, obviously, October, November, December. There's a major holiday in each one of those. I guess maybe like for Valentine's Day or something like that. You can get something. I don't know. Easter, early Easter this year because it's in March. So yeah, I believe the last Sunday in March. So I don't know. Maybe figure out something for that as well. But every day where you can just get as well. Uh, for Tyler, Smitty, this has been the Around the 412 Penguin Show. Like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.